Welcome to the Holiday Decor Podcast, your source for the year-round celebration of holiday hope and seasonal cheer. To help you usher season's greetings into your home, here's your host, Ann McDonald. This is Ann McDonald, and I want to welcome you back to the Holiday Decor Podcast, where this week we are tackling wrapping up that Thanksgiving decor. How do you choose what to keep, what to put away, what to donate, and how do you actually store your Thanksgiving decor so it doesn't overtake all of your storage areas? We're going to say a quick thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be right back with this week's episode. wish you could learn holiday decorating like the professionals? What do they know that they aren't sharing? How do they get those gorgeous garlands, trees, and ornaments? What does it really cost? Well, now you can find out. The Holiday Decor Training Institute is the premier online training location for holiday decor. We serve professional designers, decorators, manufacturers, hobbyists, and casual enthusiasts alike with different education tracks. As a custom holiday designer and manufacturer behind the scenes, I saw there was a strong need for training of all kinds. So two years ago, I founded the Holiday Decor Training Institute. Learn more by visiting www.hdtilaunch.com and get the inside track. I enjoy Thanksgiving decor. I think it's a fabulous way to get settled and ready and excited and kind of warmed up for the holiday season. Hi, this is Ann McDonald, and you are listening to the Holiday Decor Podcast, where each week we are tackling tips and things that will encourage you to fall in love with your home again, especially during the holiday season. So what are we tackling this week? Well, for the past few weeks, we have been talking about one of my favorite subjects, Thanksgiving decor. Now, I know a lot of people go straight from Halloween and Harvest Festivals straight into Christmas, but I actually believe Thanksgiving decor is one of those ramp-ups that helps us delight in our home and get ready for Christmas. I actually think it reduces our stress a little bit to have a nice, wonderful season of well, a little less stuff in the house as we prepare a beautiful table for ourselves and our families and our friends just really setting the stage kind of like a doorway or a gateway into the rest of the holiday season. We've talked about color, tables, garlands, how you actually develop a color story for your home that will work all throughout the holiday season. We've talked about a lot of things that relate to Thanksgiving decor. If you're new to the Holiday Decor Podcast, make sure and go back and listen to those because those are really foundational things that will help you design not only for the holidays, but for the rest of the year as well. So what are we going to do this week as we wrap up our Thanksgiving decor? Well, I want to share with you a couple of things that I share with my private design clients. These are those time-honored rules and things that help us keep our design fresh every year and help us to store properly. So the first thing I wanna share is, how do you actually choose what to keep and what to give away when Thanksgiving is over? So let's say you've had Thanksgiving dinner, it's been a wonderful holiday, and you're really excited to tackle your Christmas decor. You're ready to really make the switch. Well, what do you do with your Thanksgiving decor now that you're done with it? Well, if you listened to our podcast last week and the week before, we actually talked about how to choose decor so that you can use the bulk of it all season long. 
But what I'm going to share with you today is my hard and fast rule for the Thanksgiving decor that's going to come down right after Thanksgiving. I have something called the 10% rule. What do I mean by that? Well, when clients take their Thanksgiving decor down for the year, I ask them to consider taking or removing 10% out and either giving it away, donating it, or selling it so that next year their decor remains fresh. So how do we actually choose what 10% we're going to give away? Well, for those of you who are familiar with something called the tithe, the tithe is basically a donation where you give back to your creator. You give back to God. And I like to use that 10% rule as a donation for decor as a way of keeping things fresh every year. That way our look doesn't get tired and stale and we're not always trying to recreate the exact same thing we had last year. I think that's the way we wake up, you know, five, 10 years down the road and we look at our house and it's like everything is exactly the same. It gets frozen in time. Well, that's not the purpose of decor, especially seasonal decor. We want to actually create it in such a way that it's got movement and flow and it's fresh every year. So what I counsel my clients to do is start with color. First, look at the main color story of your Thanksgiving decor. And as you're taking it down, consider making a color switch for next year. So if you did an entire palette that was the exact same as your home, your overall home color, well, consider taking 10% of that and donating it away. And then next year, go onto the opposite side of the color wheel. What it does is it just helps keep the look fresh. That's the first way. So when you're thinking about what am I going to give away this year, think about your main dominant color story. Do you love it? Okay, well, maybe you can keep it for one or two years, but please no more than three years of using the same dominant color story. So the first thing I suggest is looking at the color story and consider giving away at least 10% of the Thanksgiving decor that you've used so that next year you can have something fresh and fabulous. The second thing, if you don't want to give up on the color, consider looking at the style. What was the style or type of your Thanksgiving decor? Was it all about turkeys and pine cones and pilgrims and things like that? Well, consider giving away 10% of that so that you can have a fresh style influx next year. It's actually not as hard as you think it is. I have some clients who are like, I I don't want to give it away. It took me all this time to find it. Well, if that's the case, keep it for one, two, maybe three years max, but let's not fall in love. Let's not idolize our seasonal decor. It's really meant to be something that comes into our homes, blesses our homes, and then we move on and we can bless other people with the same thing. Now, if you've got heirloom pieces, of course, you're going to keep those. However, I do want you to consider looking through your seasonal decor and ask yourself the question, Is there 10% of this decor that I can actually steward by giving away? And then it opens up the space for me to have some fresh new decor for next season. I think I've shared this before on the Holiday Decor Podcast, but I want to remind you of a story that I have from when I started full-time into holiday decor. We had two outside storage sheds that we used for the overflow of the holiday decor plus a two-car garage. 
And one season, what we did was we took absolutely everything out. We laid it out on big blue tarps out in the back. We had a, a big piece of property and we laid it out on the back. And my warehouse manager at the time, Daniel and I, went through absolutely every single piece of holiday decor. Well, I have to tell you, I think that stuff multiplied as we pulled it out of the sheds. And one of the things that I looked for at that point was how much can we give away that is ready to be refreshed? Now, if there were things that were junky or really past their time, well, we typically tried to either recycle them or we did just throw them away. But there were other things that were beautiful and were nice, but we were just tired of using them in clients' homes. So what did I do? I think we actually gave away up to half of the holiday decor that we had. The beautiful thing about that was that it made space for the new and for the next. And that was one of the things that really bumped my holiday decor business into the next level. Because all of a sudden my clients were excited about what the new things coming in were. This was before we stepped into manufacturing our own products. And a lot of times I was out buying things either, you know, in January or February or March when things were going on sale. And I was always trying to buy in bulk. But that year we really found an uptick and taking time to go through and decide what are we going to donate? What are we actually going to get rid of actually made space for my design aesthetic to be bumped up a notch. And so I want to encourage you as we're wrapping up the Thanksgiving decor series, I want you to consider how much, maybe 10, maybe even 15% can you give away after Thanksgiving is over? Now that you've chosen what to give away, either stylistically, you're ready for a change. Remember, no more than three years of the same style. Hey, <laughs> please. Or color-wise, no more than three years of this using the same complete color schematic. There's always a way to work in with your year-round decor and have color work for you, but I want you to think in terms of keeping your holiday seasonal design fresh. What that means is every year we're going to think about giving away 10%, maybe even 15% to keep our design aesthetic fresh and flowing. All right. So what's next? How do we actually store the things that we have taken down and what's reasonable? All right, we'll be right back with a word from Tinsel Time. Welcome to Tinsel Time, where we enjoy something extravagant every week just for fun. Want a holiday decor look that's completely over the top? Last week's Tinsel Time, we shared about creating truly custom garlands for your holiday season of celebration using fabrics that match your year-round home decor. This week, we share another wild tip that's even more extravagant. Consider having completely custom-made ornaments that match those custom fabric garlands and your year-round home decor. While you can hire this out on crafty websites, we prefer to have those same high-end drapery or upholstery workrooms create custom ornaments using your matching fabrics into rounds so that they last for years to come. Fancy and fabulous, this is a truly over-the-top way to customize your home for the holiday season. See a few pictures in the show notes at HolidayDecorHome.com. 
clear boxes, red boxes, green boxes, orange boxes, plastic boxes, plastic tubs. I can't find the lids. The lids cracked. What do I do with all of this holiday stuff? Hi, this is Ann McDonald, and today we're talking about wrapping up our Thanksgiving decor. Now, it is late October when we are recording this, and I know we haven't even gotten to Halloween and the Harvest Festivals yet, but I really want to empower you to plan well ahead of time, especially when it comes to seasonal design. So this week we're talking about how to actually choose what to keep. I've talked about giving away 10% of your decor every year so that you can keep your design aesthetic fresh seasonally. And now we've moved into, I'm going to share with you my top three tips for storage and a little bit of a struggle that I had before I got a hold of this simple thing. Now, if you're like I am, you might have a bunch of mismatched, different colored storage bins where over time and throughout the years, the lids get cracked. You lose a lid, you lose a bin, you write on it in a Sharpie because you're kind of frustrated and out of time and then it doesn't match. And it's like, oh, it's just a mess. Well, what I want to share with you for this year is one of the things that will help you with storage for holiday decor is to not try to do it all at once. It's why I like to actually wrap up Thanksgiving decor unto itself. So what are my top three tips for storage for Thanksgiving decor? Well, first, no more than one plastic tub per room. Now remember, for Thanksgiving decor, we talked about having five basic areas where you're actually going to design or decorate for Thanksgiving. If you remember what they are, they're the front porch, the entry hall, that powder room that you're doing, the dining room, and then two other spaces where people are most likely to congregate. So no more than five major spaces plus the outside of your home. May you know, put some wreaths on and things like that. So what does that mean for storage? No more than five boxes. Now, that's the first tip. One box per room or per space that you're going to decorate for Thanksgiving. That's it. All right, that's the first tip. The second tip. If you have linens or soft type towels and things like that, that you only use for Thanksgiving and your fall season, I do recommend washing them and storing them away in a space bag, if you know what that is, with a cedar block in an open Ziploc plastic bag inside the space bag. Now, what am I talking about? Well, a lot of people have linens and things that only come out for Thanksgiving. Now, I'm not one of those people. However, I do have some specific linens that only come out during the overall holiday season. And one of the things that I discovered was this whole thing called space bags. Why do I like space bags for linens? Well, space bags are basically these bags where you put things in and then you suck the air out of it and it shrinks to be really nice and small. So what am I talking about with this cedar block in an open Ziploc bag? Well, so depending on where you live, it's important to have maybe mothballs or cedar blocks or things like that in with your things so they don't get bugs and moths and things like that. However, with your linens, we don't want to have mothballs or cedar blocks right next to our linens. So what I discovered was taking those little cedar blocks, 
putting them inside of a Ziploc plastic bag, just like a small sandwich bag, and then but leaving it open so that when the air is sucked out of the space bag, the cedar block still can get to stuff, but it isn't actually touching any of your linens. Now, I learned this the hard way. I have some beautiful, oversized, antique white napkins that I stored without doing this. And that was what I learned the hard way. They ended up with some stains on them and things like that. And I do not want that to happen to you. So my second tip is to get those linens and things that you only use for Thanksgiving time, put them into a space bag and use a cedar in an open Ziploc bag inside the space bag so that when the air gets sucked out, you still have the protective quality of the cedar or if you're using mothballs, the protective quality of the mothballs, but it's all been shrunk down to size. Now here's the key. Those space bags with those linens have to go into the boxes, no more than one box per room, for your Thanksgiving decor. If you've got more than one box per room, then we might have a little too much seasonal decor. Okay, now if you've got a massive home, no judgment from me, you can have two boxes per room. But I, uh, I'm just going to say it. One of the things that I had to do was I had to start getting rid of a lot of my seasonal decor so that I could have a fresh uptick in design. And I realized when Daniel and I took all of this stuff out of our sheds with the two storage sheds and the garage, which were housing a lot of the things that at the time I was leasing to clients every year, I realized that if I didn't do that every year, if I didn't kind of purge a little bit every season, we got a little stale in our design aesthetic. So I'm not telling you to give away everything every year, but I do want you to consider giving away 10% and then using that single box per area to regulate how much stuff you're storing every year. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and then we'll be right back to wrap up our series on Thanksgiving decor. Are you or someone you know interested in learning how to decorate for the holidays without busting your budget, especially as a savvy design-conscious holiday enthusiast? Reserve your seat for an exclusive free online training webinar covering three secret keys for someone who actually cares about how the holidays look. Elf is awesome, but sometimes we need a bit of restraint. Not always, but in this free training, we will cover secrets to make your spaces wow without draining your bank account. Visit www.holidaydecorhome.com for more information. Make sure to reserve your seat now as our exclusive free live trainings are limited to 100 spaces. Again, that's www.holidaydecorhome.com. The link will also be available in the show notes. Thanksgiving really does set the tone for the rest of the holiday season. Hi, this is Ann McDonald, and I want to welcome you back to the Holiday Decor Podcast, where this week we are wrapping up a series on Thanksgiving decor for your home. We spent the past couple of episodes talking about how to choose colors, how to get your table ready, how to make decisions on what's going to work best for your home. Which rooms do you actually decorate for Thanksgiving? How do you actually choose garlands and materials that you don't have to take all of them down after Thanksgiving? 
They work actually all the way through Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's if you celebrate those things. We talked about something called the ponytail and the wreath. Those are methods that I came up with to help us show clients how to actually decorate chandeliers with garlands. We talked about a lot of things over the past couple of episodes, and I want to encourage you to go back and re-listen to those to get ideas for your holiday home, especially as it relates to Thanksgiving. One of the things I want to encourage you to do is to plan out your seasonal decor so that it doesn't become a place of stress. One of the reasons I got into holiday decor in the first place was I really felt like there were a lot of families that were stressed out during the holidays and the last thing they needed was for their environment to make it worse. So we started training designers and decorators and savvy homeowners on how to actually decorate for the holidays stress-free. Well, this week, as we're wrapping this up, I want to encourage you to look around as you're putting up your Thanksgiving decor or as you're taking down your Thanksgiving decor. I want to encourage you to choose to donate or to give away or even sell about 10% of your seasonal decor. Why? It helps keep your design aesthetic fresh. Now, our homes, our spaces and places are reflections of us and they actually have energy. And so one of the things we want to do is we want to continually keep those spaces and places clean and fresh and hopeful. A lot of times decor from seasons past, if there was an argument or a family issue or something like that, it can actually kind of resonate with the things that we've had. So what I want to encourage you to do is clean out a little bit this year. Look around, see if there's 10% that you can donate to a homeless shelter, an elder care facility. Now don't donate junk, give give the good stuff, but think about approximately 10 to 15%. What I found is that every time I give away 10 to 15% each year, I find that there are always fresher, more beautiful elements that seem to come into our vortex for holiday decor. Can't explain it. All I can tell you is that it just seems to happen. The next thing we were talking about are my top three tips for storage. Now, I know what it's like when you've got a bunch of mismatched boxes. They don't go with anything. The lids don't match. They got cracks in them, all of that. So my top three tips are this. First, no more than one box per room of decor are you going to store. Right? So for Thanksgiving decor, if we're only decorating five, maybe six spaces, that means maybe five or six boxes. So second, use space bags whenever you can. Space bags are those things where you put stuff in and you suck the air out of it. This doesn't always work for florals and things like that, but you'd be surprised what you can use space bags for, especially when it comes to seasonal decor. When you're using the space bags, consider getting those cedar blocks, putting it into an open Ziploc baggie so the air still gets through, but that way your cedar or your mothballs inside of your space bags still bring their properties, but they're not actually touching anything and potentially discoloring any of your items while your items are being stored. Finally, get only your boxes for your Thanksgiving decor for this year and match. So that means five new boxes that you're going out to buy now. And I typically recommend clear boxes. Now don't get boxes that are so big that you can't actually pick them up. 
Get boxes that work for you, not so big, but big enough to hold the things you want them to hold. And don't try to get all of your boxes for all of your stuff for all of your holidays all at once. Let's tackle the elephant one bite at a time. Get clear boxes, five, maybe six boxes for your Thanksgiving decor. And then what fits in those boxes this year, you keep and the rest we're going to give away. Next week, we are going to tackle holiday decor Christmas style. This is Ann McDonald. I want to thank you for being part of our holiday decor podcast. As we wrapped up our series on Thanksgiving decor, make sure and share with your friends so that they can have a happy, blessed, stress-free holiday home this season. We'll be back next week, starting our series on Christmas decor. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.holidaydecorhome.com. I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Holiday Decor Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. For more information and tips on how to turn your home into a place of joy this holiday season, please visit holidaydecorhome.com.